Welcome to the Talking Tenancies podcast, brought to you by the Residential Tenancies Authority. I'm your host, Belinda Hyde. Join me as we explore everything you need to know about renting in Queensland with experts from the RTA and industry. We're here to help make renting work for everyone. A managing party is responsible for ensuring the property is fit to live in and in a good state of repair. A tenant is responsible for notifying their managing party in a timely manner if repairs are needed. Today's expert from the RTA is Kimberly Nalumalimana, Senior Quality and Training Officer in Learning and Organisational Development, but she's also acting with us at the moment in communication and education. Welcome, Kimmy. Oh, thank you. I'm very excited. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Now, can you tell us about your role at the RTA and what you're responsible for? So my role at the RTA uh, is as a um, senior quality and training officer. So I work with the frontline staff. Mm -hmm. We work on essentially um, bettering their skills, improving their skills so that they can provide the best possible customer experience. Yes. And uh, you're also the voice of our webinars uh, currently. I am. So uh, if you've checked any of those out, uh, jump on our website and you'll uh, be able to see Kimmy at her finest. Now, Kimmy, can you t- um, with um, tenants' obligations around repairs? Um, today, we're going to talk about everything to do with your rights on repairs. Mm-hmm. So, when we uh, like look at a tenants' obligations around maintaining a property, what are they? Well, essentially, the tenant's obligation is to keep the property clean, okay? So, the tenant must not also maliciously damage the property or allow someone else to maliciously dam- damage the premises. A tenant has an obligation to report any damage as soon as they're aware of it, okay? Now, this includes any um, damage caused by the tenants themselves. Now, the owner or managing party um, will uh, should arrange the repair, but it is important to understand that the tenant may be asked to compensate the owner for that damage. If there's any um, unnecessary delays in the notification um, uh, with regards to the damage or the damage is beyond repair um, or will cost more as a result of the delay, the tenant may also be liable for those costs. We do recommend that um, tenants have their own contents insurance. Absolutely. So what are the uh, property manager or owner's obligations around maintaining a property? Okay, so just like the tenant, the owner or the landlord has their obligations generally as Mm -hmm. well. So the landlord must comply with all health and safety laws and ensure their property is safe, livable and in a good state of repair. The landlord should fix all emergency repairs as soon as possible and all routine repairs within a reasonable time frame. Now, if there is an emergency repair, the landlord should also reimburse the tenant for money um, the tenant may spend on those repairs, but there are particular conditions around that, so it's really important that everybody does their research and understands um, what the legislation states with relation to emergency repairs. Yeah. 
Now, while it's not mandatory, it is a good idea for landlords to maybe show or give instructions to the tenant about how to deal with the management of the property. So, for example, you know, ensuring the tenant knows how to turn off the fuse box or the gas um, or how to um, work out the hot water system. These are, um, as I said, a guide um, and it just helps in those emergency type situations as well. Yeah, and that's really handy to know, Kimmy, because I know I've been in a situation where I had a pipe burst in a bathroom oh, no. and it started to flood and um, luckily I knew where the, the water was mm-hmm, and how to mm-hmm. turn it off and I think that actually saved a lot of damage to that property. Absolutely. So I think just being aware of where those essential services are mm-hmm. is really critical. So when it comes to repairs, uh, there's two kinds. So we have mm-hmm. routine and emergency. Um, general tenancies um, generally for that um, – Let's start with routine repairs. What is defined as routine repairs and how do we go about arranging them? Okay, so um, certainly it's always best to inform the property manager or owner of the required repairs in writing, okay, and come to an agreement um, with them on what would be a a reasonable time frame to fix the repair. So, um, you know, a shout out to say, hey, look, I've noticed this this, that and the other, Um, you know, this is impacting me um, in this way, when do you think this could be rectified? Mm. Okay, so having those conversations and determining the impact and the time frame it may take. Okay, now timeframes for repairs um, does vary depending on the circumstances. So this could be even just the availability of tradespeople. We know air conditioning units, you know, uh, Mm. in, in, demand in summer and, and it's very difficult. So the availability of tradespeople is something that comes into play there and the type of repairs needed. Yeah, The tenant should not ever carry out repairs without written permission. That's mm. really, really important. Um, you know, their safety um, is, is paramount. And the property um, manager or owner must carry out repairs, as we said, within a reasonable time frame and comply with the entry rules, of course. Entry is a big one as well. Yeah, so... Um, you're mentioning a lot there about reasonable timeframes. Mm. What, what if the managing party doesn't carry out repairs within a reasonable time frame? What can the tenant do? Yeah, look, you know, um, we say this so much here at the RTA. The first step is always self-resolution. So we said yeah. first, have that conversation. Yep. Okay. So, um, you know, come back to that conversation and say, hey, look, um, it appears that the time frame that I was expecting, um, you know, hasn't been met. Mm-hmm. Is there something, um, you know, that I that I need to know in terms of, has there been a hold up with the tradespeople or what have you? Okay. So really finding out why um, the agent hasn't been able to carry out those repairs and that will guide your conversations further okay mm-hmm. so first step always self-resolution um, making sure you've spoken to the other party and explained how you're feeling okay um now, if, if um, as a tenant, you can't negotiate a, a reasonable time frame for the repair, and sometimes it may be that, um, you know, you see things differently and that's okay, and self-resolution has failed, you could send them a notice to remedy breach, okay? Now, this is giving them, or oh, the managing party, seven days to fix the issue, okay? Right. So, you're more so formalising that, okay? Yep. And you're following um, the legislation, okay? Um, the, the way that you should go about things under the legislation, You could also apply to dispute resolution through the RTA by filling out a tenancy dispute resolution request form. Okay, so you might um, issue the notice to remedy breach and then um, as it gets closer to that time frame, um, you may decide then if if you feel that 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 remedy, that breach isn't going to be remedied, then you contact the RTA and complete that dispute request form. 
Now, the RTA um, it does offer this free dispute resolution service, okay, so um, which is where tenants and properties or managing owners may want to um, come together, okay, with an independent um third party, impartial third party, when they can't self-resolve a disagreement over the repair. So examples of when you might want to use the dispute resolution service um, could be if a routine repair um, is not made within that time time frame, that reasonable time frame or what you deem to be reasonable um, because reasonable isn't defined under the Act. So that might be a reason why you might come through to dispute resolution. It could be, um, you know, the tenant may be seeking um, reimbursement for, um, you know, uh, issues or um, relating to the repair. So the tenant may not have been reimbursed for an emergency repair, okay, um, or there's a disagreement around compensation. Um, it may also be a disagreement. We mentioned earlier about damage and the cause of damage and the tenant's obligations. There may also be a disagreement over who should actually pay for the repair mm. as well. Right. So if we look at the other side of the coin and look at emergencies then, mm-hmm. what is defined as an emergency repair? Okay. So um, this is actually defined in the Act, which yeah. is great. We know it's there. We can see it. Yeah. So examples of emergency repairs include a burst water pipe or a serious leak. You said yourself you've <laughs> actually had this happen to you. Yeah. Um, blocked toilet or broken toilet. Ooh. A serious roof leak. Okay, mm. so it goes into specifics. There's serious roof leak. Gas leak. Dangerous electric- electrical fault. Serious storm, fire, impact or flood or damage. A failure or breakdown of the gas, electricity, water supply or of any essential appliance on the property used for hot water, cooking or heating. Yeah. Okay. A fault or damage that makes the property unsafe or insecure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or a serious fault in, in a staircase, lift or other common area of the property that unduly inconveniences the tenant in gaining access to or using that actual property. Yeah, so um, those would be total emergencies in those cases. Yes, absolutely. How can a tenant arrange for an emergency repair to be done? Mm-hmm. So all of these conversations really should be had up front, okay? Yep. And and a lot of this information is captured on the tenancy agreement. So that's first of all, um, you know, really looking and, and checking in back on what was discussed in the beginning of the tenancy is important. Yep. But realistically, the tenant should be contacting the property manager or owner. You know, if it's within business hours or what have you, contacting them, okay? Or um, alternatively, the nominated repairer as listed on that tenancy agreement. Contact them about the problem. It's a good idea also to put um, the request or the issue in writing just so you've got it there. Um, You know, we know that, um, you know, email trails and and notifications are always good to have them there, um, you know, in times of if you're needing to draw on those again. Yeah. So what if the nominated repairer um, that the agent or managing party has um, nominated is not available and I can't get hold of the property manager owner. Mm-hmm. What do I do then? Certainly, um, you know, common sense needs to prevail here. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's called an emergency for a reason. Yeah. If you believe that it really does constitute an emergency repair, it's unsafe, you're being unduly inconvenienced, your access to the property, you know, certainly to mitigating loss. So we all have an obligation, mm-hmm. like you said earlier, if you didn't switch off the, the um, water main, mm. the damage could have been a lot higher for the owner and the inconvenience to the tenant if there were major repairs that would have been made 
needed to be made at the property. Mm. So um, certainly if you can't get hold of them, it is an option. Um, you know, hold off taking action until you have the authority to speak to somebody. If you if you can't get in contact with them, you know, you can make the, the repair yourself, okay? So you could use a different tradesperson, okay? If you can't get in hold, um, in contact of the nominated repairer, you could use a tradesperson, okay? And this is in the instance where um, you believe that the, the repairs or, um, you know, the, the Band-Aid fix mm. is going to cost less than two weeks' rent. That's really important. That is outlined right. there in the legislation. Okay. Okay, so um, in this case, if the tenant the tenant may have to pay for the repairs and then keep the receipts, okay, so they can then be reimbursed. And the landlord must reimburse, I think we mentioned this earlier, they must reimburse the tenant for emergency repairs within seven days. Right, okay, cool. Um, so if we look at another scenario, say mm-hmm. I'm a property manager or owner, um, if my tenant has asked for a repair, what do I need to do to notify them that a tradesperson is coming over? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Once again, um, it's really important to have these, you know, conversations up front mm-hmm. and talk about, um, you know, what has the tenant got going on? Are they going to be home? Um, you know, those types of things. Entry can be neutral. Okay, yep. so you can mutually agree on a time that's not sort of specific specified in the legislation so if it's a routine repair speak to the tenants and agree on a suitable time for the tradesperson to come in and fix okay so of course um, if you can't get in contact with them um, you know you may need to issue that entry notice and you should always put things in writing um, Mm. anyway Um, confirm the names and the details of the tradesperson with the tenant especially if it's a new tradesperson that you're using Um, you know um, definitely confirming with them I have Joe from ABC coming today yep just so they're aware and that's important for the tenant's security within the home. Mm. And if it's a routine repair, there are different entry timeframes. Generally, it's 24 hours for routine inspections, um, you know, but be sure to check the legislation, okay? Um, both sides, as I said, should always stay in communication, um, you know, and if things change, um, you know, letting each other know if the tradesperson doesn't arrive mm. or if for some reason the tradesperson um, can't make it and you're aware of that as the owner or the managing party, letting the tenant know in case they were sticking around for that entry to occur as yeah, well. Yeah, there's nothing worse, is there? You're no. waiting for a tradie and they don't show up. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, so really keeping those communications of li- um, lines open and if you are the tenant in that, you know, letting the agent know yeah. because the agent may not be aware exactly. and therefore the repair has not been you know, rectified. Yeah, exactly. So what if the damage to the property is so extensive that it's unsafe and unfit to live in? So the managing party and tenant may mutually agree to end a tenancy agreement, okay? So you can mutually agree to end um, a tenancy. Alternatively, um, the tenancy agreement does not necessarily end, okay? Um, And also bear in mind of the... the, um, circumstances surrounding a tenant having to find somewhere else to live um you know even if it's a case of it could be repaired um you know over a length of time what's going to occur in those situations um in terms of where is the tenant going to live in that time will the tenancy pick back up or do you need to end the tenancy um tenant sorts the situation out in the interim and then the tenancy could um you know new tenancy could be created created so really fleshing out that situation um and 
trying to agree on how and if and when the tenancy should end mm. and agreeing, um, you know, what is unsafe or what is unfit to live in, coming yeah. together and, and determining that together. Yeah, so really just minimising that loss for all parties really, absolutely. isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And certainly, um, you know, it is important to note that the Queensland te- Tenancy, Queensland Civil and Administrative Tribunal is available for um, tenancy disputes. There's um, The legislation stipulates, um, you know, types of uh, dis- um, applications to tribunal. There's situations that do are warranted urgent, mm-hmm. okay? They're outlined in the legislation. And the tribunal is there for you if your self-resolution strategies or in within dispute resolution resolution um you know you're unable to resolve that the matter and you need um somebody to make a decision for you yeah so to wrap it up kimmy whether it's a routine or an emergency repair communication is the key yeah and uh, we've got to keep everyone informed to avoid those disagreements and further property damage and i think this is a bit of a theme that's coming through every episode of this podcast is communication is the key when it comes to renting a property in queensland Absolutely. You know, the legislation is, in most cases, is not specific. So what else do you have? Exactly. You only have communication, you know, um, between each other, negotiation and compromise. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Kimmy, for getting us up to speed on repairs. Uh, If you want to find out more, head to our website at rta.qld.gov.au. Thank you for listening to the Talking Tenancies podcast. For more information about the Residential Tenancies Authority, visit rta.qld.gov.au.